Welcome to Bold Talk Radio. I am your host, Pat Williams. Good afternoon, evening, night, wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Our podcast episode is going to deal with some adult material. So I do want to give that uh, disclaimer up front. So if you're around anyone who's under the age of 21, you may want, well, maybe 17, you may want to uh, wait to listen to this at a later time. Uh, but uh, I, I have to do this, this episode. I've been threatening to do um, a sex show. And I just didn't know how I wanted to take the format of the show. But today it was just like (laughs) like a gift from God just dropped in my lap. And so that's where we're taking the show today. I do want to give you guys just a little heads up. We are going to have author, book author, Robert A. St. Thomas with us tomorrow for tomorrow's podcast. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be fascinating uh, discussing with him his book, The Riddle of Oz. So just be on the lookout for that, guys. Trust me, you don't want to miss that episode. So let's get into this episode. And this episode is sex, soul ties, and gay passes. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. We're going to deal with this on a three kind of tiered level. And I'll try to make it quick. We don't want to over, um, you know, exceed our time or browbeat the situation. But sex, soul ties, and gay passes. What led me to wanting to do this show specifically for today, I had a couple of comments come my way earlier. And the discussion kind of got into talking about um, sex. And I'll be very specific. Um, there's a social media group that I'm a part of. And the discussion this morning was, well, you know, uh, if a guy uh, you know, doesn't want to have sex, you know, what should you do? And it's kind of one of these relationship sites, okay, pages, if you will. And from that question, the discussion somehow got into, I mean, the, the, the comments and, and the questions on this page is, is really something. But then it got into, um, would a woman want to uh, be sexually involved with an openly bisexual man? And from there, the discussion got into soul ties. So I figured that's a great way to approach the sex episode is let's take it from there. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about soul ties and let's talk about gay passes. Now, I'm actually going to kind of work this a little bit backwards. I'm going to deal with the gay pass first, because here's what a lot of, and and this, I mean, this particular group, I mean, it's mostly women, but there are uh, males in the group as well. And um, (coughs) pardon me. And so what I discovered, you know, looking at all the feedback and the comments, and I even threw my two cents into it or whatever. Uh, what I found very odd is that most of the women that were responding to these issues, and particularly about being a heterosexual woman, um, would you be open to having a relationship 
sexual relationship with an openly bisexual man. And most of the response from women were, well, hey, you know, bisexual guy is just a gay guy. Okay. No, I wouldn't do it because he's a gay guy. He's just gay. And that's it. He's gay. Okay. Fine. (coughs) Pardon me guys. I need something to drink. And, uh, so what, what I found was that a lot of the comments coming from women that were saying, well, no, I wouldn't want to deal with the bisexual man is because this guy is, he's really gay. But they were also saying, well, it's different for women. And I was the person, I was the idiot who said, no, 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 no. Do you feel the same way about a woman? Is a quote, bisexual woman, is she gay? Is she full on gay? And so many of the respondents to that question, the women who were saying, oh, well, no, never deal with a bisexual guy because he's really just a gay guy. Don't deal with him. They were also the women saying, well, you know what? It's not the same. Uh, A woman is, if she's bisexual, you know, it's not the same thing. Uh, She's not really gay. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it or how is it that if a male is bisexual, how is it that he has to completely uh, forever be banished as a gay man, but if, if a female, if a woman kind of plays on both sides of the fence, then somehow she doesn't get to be equally banished as a gay woman. Very few of these women could really approach my question or challenge with any real authentic debate or dispute. And so what that led me to believe is, is that women, and I said it, I mean, I said it very blatantly on this page. I said, listen, you know, most of you ladies out here, most of you broads, and that's the term I use. I love that term. It's an old school term. I love it. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing broad back, right? Uh, I was like, most of you broads, okay, you guys want to give a pass. You guys, you guys want to give a gay pass to women for being bisexual, but I'm not going to let you do it because if a, if a man, you can't have your cake either too. If a man is forever gay and doesn't get to play both sides of that equation, then the same should hold true for a woman. She shouldn't get a chance to play both sides of that equation and, and, and be forever relegated as just gay. So this is what I found out. A lot of the women, some of the women were responding back to me like, yeah, you know, right on, you know, but most of the women, they really had no real recourse for it other than like one lady said, she says, well, you know, it's just how I feel. I don't view it the same way. And I think most people don't view it the way, the same way. And I actually agree with her. I think people, when it comes to uh, homosexuality, I think most people do not view feminine homosexuality, uh, in the same manner as they do uh, masculine uh, or male homosexuality. And I believe in, I mean, to me, I feel it's, it's discriminatory. I feel it's discriminatory towards gay men. And it's so funny how women think that they can give themselves this gay pass. I mean, you guys remember Girls Gone Wild, which was really big in the 90s. And, you know, and then even, what was that song by Katy Perry? I kissed a girl and I liked it. You know, it, it's almost like, 
you know, I shouldn't even say almost like, I mean, it's exactly like a lot of women believe that, oh, well, if a woman does it, you know, it's no big deal. And part of me feels, is it that they truly believe that or does it have a self-serving purpose? The reason why I say that is this, (laughs) a woman who's truly, in my truest, honest opinion, when a woman is truly heterosexual, there is no way I want to kiss a girl because I'm never going to like it because I'm not trying to like it and I don't want to like it because that ain't me. Okay. Now, if some other girl want to kiss a girl and that's how she get down and that's how she grooving, hey, was that old song, rock on with your bad self. That ain't me. I don't rock like that. I rock strictly. And some of you guys know how to complete the rest of that sentence. I'm going to speak with dignity and decency, even though this is a very adult topic. So um, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it that women ought to get a gay pass. And as I mentioned to a lot of these ladies, I said, listen, if she gets a gay pass, if a woman gets to play both sides of, on, on both teams and, and is not forever, like I said, banished into to gaydom, then why can't the male also be able to have that same opportunity? We're talking about equal opportunities, ladies. We're talking about this is what, you know, women's liberation and women's, you know, rights is all about. And this is the, this is really leads me into another deeper topic. I'll get on another uh, discussion about feminism on another episode. But this is what troubles me about the feminist movement. It's so, in so many ways, it's so hypocritical. It's so um, laden with hypocrisy and and contradiction. Because my thought is, if you're going to say that it's all about equality, then you can't get to pick and choose equality when it doesn't work out for your advantage on it. And and, and human beings were like that. We all want everything to work out. So we'll say, oh, I'm I'm about this or I stand for this. But we only typically do so when it's when it's working to our advantage. Then I would even say that's true. Just to sidebar a little bit more on this. I mean, I would say that's even true for a lot of Christian people. And I am a Christian. I'm a born again Christian. I try to be every every day. Some days I feel miserably. Some days I'm asking the Lord to help me just, (laughs) you know, push on through, come on up on the rough side of the mountain. But that's, and I know that's what, look, I've talked to people who are uh, non-Christian or some of them are very anti-religious, anti-Christian. And that's the number one thing, that theme that troubles a lot of them is just the fact that they say, you know what? A lot of times what turns me off to Christianity is not Christ, it's the Christians. Because Christians, they want to play, you know, Jesus to when it's serving Jesus to when it's, when it's working out for, to their, you know, personal little advantages. But then when the Bible is saying something that, that they don't want to deal with, then, you know, Hey, they want to play another, you know, play another song. And and I actually have to agree with that. I mean, if you're going to ride with something, you got to be ride or die. You got to be 100 about it. So I totally agree with that. I mean, you can't be a Christian when it works out for your good. Right. And then when it's something that's, you know, kind of going against the grain of your own little personal isms and ego, then, hey, you want to flip the script. doesn't get to work that way. And I feel that's true, like I said, with feminism. And I feel that's true with what a lot of these women believe. You know, they believe, and even some men believe that. Some men feel, oh, well, if a woman is, you know, kissing on a woman or having sex with another woman, it doesn't matter. You know, that's, that's girl on girl action. 
Yeah, that's Girls Gone Wild. But oh my god, two guys better not kiss on each other. Oh my god. If they do, it's like, oh. It's like they've committed, like, grand theft larceny. You know what I mean? It's like, so my thing is, no, I'm not going to let women give themselves a gay pass. And I'm not going to let some of you guys out there give these chicks a gay pass. If, If you perceive that there's something wrong with two men dealing with each other sexually, then guess what? You can't play it both ways. You can't then say, well, but it's okay for women to do it. No, no, no. If it's not okay for two guys to do it, then it's not okay for two women to do it. Or conversely, if you flip that coin, if you think, oh, hey, it's perfectly fine for two girls to kiss or two girls to be on each other, girl on girl action, then you ought to have that same conviction about, well, then it's got to be okay for two guys to have guy on guy action, for two guys to make out and kiss. You can't have it both ways. That is like my biggest pet peeve with anything. And I try myself to live my life where I try, I pray not to be that type of person because it just drives me crazy when I see that. So just to sum that portion up, ladies, stop giving yourselves a gay pass. And how I ended what my comments were on this particular uh, page, this group page was that, hey, you know what? This is the reason why I respect, I respect a woman like Ellen DeGeneres very straight up. I respect a woman who just said, look, I'm 100% straight up lesbian woman. I respect her more than the girls who want to try to say, hey, no, I, you know, I, I don't mind kissing a girl and liking it and da, 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 da. But then I'm, no, don't call me. Don't you, don't you dare call me a lesbian. Why not? Why not? I give Ellen more props. Ellen is more of a, of a trooper and a G. And for that, I tip my hat to her. And I've got nothing but love and respect for her. But you, on the other hand, who feel you can do the things that a gay woman, a fully on, full on, fully accepted gay woman like Ellen, you feel if you, you can do the same things as her, but then say, oh, no, no, but I'm not her. You know, yeah, you are her. So the problem is, is it's how you're perceiving her. You're perceiving Ellen as somebody or a lesbian woman as somebody just being, oh, I don't want to be that, but I'll do what she do. But I don't, I don't want to be qualified or quantified or classified as that. No, sorry, you are. So either you look at it as what it is, but you can't play both sides against that. So um, no, ladies, sorry, you don't get gay passes. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. If you think it's horrible for two guys to be getting it on or you feel it's horrible for a guy to be bisexual then guess what you should also feel that it's horrible for two girls getting it on and you should also feel that it's terrible for a woman to be bisexual if you feel a woman is cool to be bisexual and she can get it on however she like then you ought to have that same momentum that same passion and that same conviction for a guy that's that on that now let's talk about soul ties. I put the question out there to uh, the audience earlier about soul ties and are they real? And if people believe they are real, then you know why? And I have to admit, I mean, so far, I mean, my little question on this group page is still getting in a lot of responses, but I can tell you, you know, just before I started uh, this show, I checked in on it. I mean, I've had like almost 50 uh, responses and I will tell you overwhelmingly of the 50 responses you have about, man, a good 97% 
of the people responding like, yeah, I believe in soul ties. Soul ties are real. And some people are like, yeah, they're awesome. Some people are like, oh my God, they're like, they're like the death. They're like the bubonic plague. They're like the black death. So most people that were responding, and I don't know, you know, what their religious affiliation or spiritual uh, beliefs are, but most people, guys and gals were like, yeah, man, soul ties are real. Um, I believe soul ties are real. Uh, I believe that soul ties are very real. And of course, I'm talking about in the most, um, you know, purest sense of it uh, being, you know, in relationship. Soul ties, I, I definitely believe are real. Um, I believe that they are mostly forged and formed through sexual relations. Uh, but I also feel that there are soul ties, that there are no uh, sexual relation with that. And I know that sounds maybe a little tricky, but I do feel that there are uh, times where people can have, a man and a woman can have a soul connection and there's been no sex involved, but they're relating on this very deep, soulish, soul plane, soul, soulish realm level. And some people say, well, it's, is, is it the same thing as a soulmate? Well, I don't know. See, that's, see, that's the real, um, that's the real keeper of a question there. I don't know if having a soul tie is the same as a soul mate, because reason why I say that is because what I tend to think of soul ties mostly is usually a soul tie in the most traditional sense is this very deep, very spiritual, very emotional, heavy, emotional, uh, cerebral kind of, uh, connection that two people can have, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they are together in a relationship. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily married. Doesn't necessarily mean that they are uh, involved. And sometimes, you know, like one lady said, well, isn't that like infatuation? Well, the difference with infatuation is you've got one person who's got all these vibes going, but the other person may or may not, or they may, and it just hasn't been discovered. So that's why I don't think that you can qualify soul ties as uh, infatuation. I think it's definitely deeper than that. But at the same token, you can't qualify it as a soul tie. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't qualify a soul tie as, as a soul mate. Uh, you know, and I get it. I think there's some connection uh, and ruminations between the two. But again, I think once you start saying, well, me and this person or this person and I, we are, you know, we're soulmates. Uh, typically that means that these people are together, um, or, I mean, could it be that a person is not together with their soulmate? And is that what makes us for a soul tie? I mean, in the most layman's term, and just in my most, you know, <laughs> pedestrian description of it, a soul tie is just where there's this, I mean, like kinetic, I mean, I mean, the kinetic and just connected, actually combine both words, um, between two, these two people. And there's like, for lack of a better term, there's like this spiritual connection. There's this, some people want to call it energy. Fine. If that's what you want to call it, fine. But there's like that type of thing going on. 
and you can't explain it, but you feel it and you know it. I mean, and it's just as real as if you're touching it and feeling it and tasting it and, and with all of your uh, senses, you know, it's, it's, it's strange. And I think people know it. You, you you have to know it. I think people who may not have experienced the soul tide may say, well, I don't know if, if that's real. But I was shocked to see that 97% of the people who weighed in on my um, on my test question about it, they they agreed. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's something where, you know, you may just be thinking of this person and boom, you know, all of a sudden they call you or you know, all of a sudden, you know, boom, you think of this person out of the blue. You may not have talked to them in years and out of the blue, you run, run into them in the street. You know what I mean? Uh, like one lady, she even commented, she says, listen, she said, I definitely believe in soul ties. She says, because here's the deal. She says, I, you know, I had this guy, we were dating. She said, we did break up, but I could never shake this guy. Even though I, you know, you know, tried to go on and move on with other people and things of that sort, but I could never shake this guy. I just could never get over him. He was like truly my first love. And she said, and then one day she says, I just had this dream about him. She said, I just couldn't stop thinking about him. I had this dream about him. And she said, and the night that I dreamt of this guy, she says, the very next day I woke up from the dream and I found out that he died that night. I mean, so some of this stuff is like, woo, you know, twilight zone kind of, you know, outer limits kind of stuff. You know, some of the people were actually giving stories and examples of uh, soul tie connections. I mean, it was getting kind of hairy. I mean, it was making the hair kind of stand up a little bit on the back of my neck, looking, uh, listening um, to um, and reading some of these people's responses to my test question about soul ties. So it's definitely something spiritual. Um, My question is, is it spiritual of God? And in a good way, or is it spiritual of demonic forces uh, in a nefarious way? And some people were actually saying like, hey, you know, sometimes a soul tie, you know, it can be of God and it can be good and it can be heaven sent. And some people were saying it could be straight out of hell. So I do believe soul ties exist. Do you? Something to think about. All right. Now let's talk about the first part of this is sex. And then we're going to wrap it up. So getting back to the first issue, uh, that kind of dropped in my lap today was, okay, what about, you know, if, if you're with this guy and, you know, he's not really great in bed and things like that, you know, what should a woman do? But the guy's otherwise a very good guy. And this was one of someone else's, you know, kind of test question and comment out there, uh, on this particular, uh, group, uh, group page. Um, in social media. And, you know, my thing was, I was looking at everybody's comments and everybody weighing in on it. But my uh, two cents on it was I shared something that I found very interesting and very fascinating about maybe about a year ago, maybe even earlier this year. It's been several months, maybe going into a year. Uh, There's a show, there's a program, and I know that you guys can check it out on YouTube. It's called The Fallen State. Uh, just the way it sounds, the fallen state, not falling, but fallen, F-A-L-L-E-N, the fallen state. And this particular program, it, you know, it's, it's you know, streamed on YouTube. It's a very interesting show. Uh, there, it's hosted by this black guy. He's hilarious. I don't know if he's a comedian or not, but guy's got a lot of perfect comedic, t- comedic timing. And uh, so long story short, I, I watched this episode that he had 
like I said, maybe about a year ago. And he had this panel of men and the men, you know, they were, they were, they were black, they were white, you know, they were middle-aged, they were young. I mean, it was just a nice cross section of males on this panel. And the discussion was, you know, men talking truthfully and very honestly, you know, for the first time. And that was kind of like the, the, the whole lead, uh, of, of the uh, episode. And this guy, you know, it was like an all male panel and the host is a male. And so these guys were just like, they were talking about stuff as they say that, you know, most men would never want to openly talk with family or friends or their girlfriends or wives about. But one of the questions he, this gentleman had addressed with this panel of men was the fact that do men want sex as much as women think they want sex? And what was so stunning, and I'm paraphrasing that guy. So if you see the show, you know, I'm just paraphrasing and giving you guys a summation of it. But what was so stunning and eyebrow raising to me was that it was like the whole panel of these guys they were like, no, we don't. We don't want sex as much as women think we want it. And, you know, women just think that we're just constant, you know, horn dogs looking to rip their panties off. And most times than not, we just kind of want to just get to know you and chill with you or hang out or just lay back with our wife. Those who were married on the panel and, you know, some of the guys were not married. They were just like, you know, a lot of times we, we just don't. And so what the host asked these guys, he said, well, then wh- why do you think that is the the uh, the perception. Why do you think that is that you know women think that men are just over these oversexed creatures and they just gotta have it. They just gotta bang 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 ski ski ski. I mean they just why is that? And the guy didn't say it that way. I'm saying it that way, but giving you guys just you know my take on it. And what was even more fascinating and. If that was eyebrow raising, this was jaw dropping what they said. They were like, because society puts those expectations on us. Now, each guy was handling the question individually. And they were like, you know, society puts that on us. Society puts the hard line expectation on males that if you're not some stud, if you're not some virile, sex crazed, lunatic guy who's just looking to, you know, ravish women, then either you're weak or you're gay. And, and they were all just like, and all these guys were in this incredible consensus. Like, hey, you know, most times than not, we actually just, you know, we just don't want to do it. I mean, of course we love sex and we want to enjoy it, but, you know, we don't want it as much as women think. And a lot of times we're being as brazen and as brash and as, you know, over the top about it is because we feel if, if we really, you know, would just act out how we sincerely feel about it. You know, the women would think that we something was wrong with us or society would think something was wrong with us or, you know, society or women would try to qualify us as feminine men or as gay men. That blew my mind. That blew me away. So, I mean, I was just like, what? And that and, and I have to admit that revelation is not something that is so new to me. I've had an opportunity to talk to, you know, some male friends and associates of mine, and I've put that question to them. And, and most, most times guys say, listen, I lost my virginity because the girl was coming on to me. I mean, I've got male friends who told me flat out, said, listen, the only reason why I lost my virginity, it wasn't because I tried to take it from the girl. The girls took it from me. And I can tell you guys that has been thematic with most men. 
that I've talked to, they were just like, man, you know, if it wasn't for the girl who came on to me and was grabbing at me and, you know, pawing and clawing at my body, it's like, you know, I was scared. But, and, and then when you put that question, I mean, a lot of times men are saying, yeah, but you know, we can't appear to be afraid. We can't appear to be nervous. We can't appear to be shy about it. We can't appear to be like, well, you know, I don't, let's wait a while. Remember the song by Janet Jackson? Let's wait a while. Guys get it. You know, they come across the way society has dictated to them. And women, we've even brought in, bought into that deception. That if a guy said, hey, you know, let's wait a while. Most of us are taught, oh my God, he's gay. Or, oh my God, he must have ED. For those who don't know, erectile dif- dysfunction. Oh my God, something must be wrong with him. You know, uh, he may not be that into me. And I just think that's so horrible. And it's really sad that, you know, women, again, we, we're looking for, you know, equal treatment and, and dignity and, and respect. And yet so many times we feed into so many stereotypes that that work against men. And we don't see it as that. We just say, oh, well, that's normal. And, and we just go on. But how eye-opening is that to know that so many times women, we're thinking and we're taught to believe that unless a man is super sexed, overly sexual, super libido, uber virile, that something's wrong with him. That's, that's really something to think about, guys. So anyway, listen, that's it. That's going to wrap my uh, episode up today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're thinking about some of this stuff we're talking about. And um, I'm sure I'll be back with another uh, part of uh, having some more uh, discussion about sex. But I just kind of wanted to touch these three issues uh, today because they kind of fell into my lap. So listen, thank you so much for joining me this evening with Bold Talk Radio. Don't forget, go to Facebook, like us, share us, love us, comment. We're looking forward to doing that. If you got an idea for the show, we'd love to take that into consideration. Uh, if you have a business, an event, anything that you're looking to plug, we'll be more than happy to do that. It's free of charge. We're not charging anybody. We're not trying to you know, make anybody be our advertiser. If you got a book or anything like that, product, event, we're more than happy to give you guys a plug and a shout out because we thank you and I appreciate you uh, just joining me and taking out time. And so again, I'm your host, Pat Williams. And until next time, I'll see you around. <laughs>